Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your teen. Let's listen in. Mark, we're going to talk about single parenting. That's today. right. You Boy, know, you got to hand it to single parents. Oh, you, you do, you do. I tell you what, I think one of the toughest roles that anybody has in this culture are single parents who are sitting at home trying to do it on their own. Uh, they've got kids that are now adolescents. They're trying to juggle, and and it gets complicated sometimes when you have an ex spouse that doesn't want to support what you're doing, and then there's not the agreements, and then finances become an issue. Yeah, you got to work mean, all the time to yeah, make ends meet. Yeah, and you're trying to be the mom, and you wanted to be the mom, or you wanted to be that dad, and, and some, some circumstances have changed, and you're just not ending up at the place that you thought you were going to be. It's a tough spot to be in, but hopefully we can give some help today and, and help steer some parents in some good directions with things that we've learned from other parents who are single parents as well. Even if you're not a single parent, as you listen today, you'll find out ways that you can encourage single parents at your church or in your family, people who really need a little extra encouragement many Absolutely, times. absolutely. You know, and I think I think for those people who are not single parents, I would say move toward them. You, you spend a lot of time running to mission fields all over the world. You have a mission field right there in your church, and it's single moms that need help. And, and so give them the opportunity for it. And it's single dads, too. They need help just mm-hmm. as much. And so, so, I mean, a single parent is somebody who started doing it one way and something changed, and it just looks different. Those kids that are within that family need a mom and a dad or a surrogate mom or a surrogate dad to come alongside these kids or a youth minister or a pastor or a neighbor or somebody that lives down the block, somebody who will help you know, raise that child and surround that child and offer them something that perhaps the single mom or the single dad can't. Are we seeing more single dads these days? You know, I think we are. Because I mean, it, single dads who have their kids. Right, yeah, because the courts are allowing dads to keep the kids and do that. And some dads are saying, okay, I'll raise them. Um, and so so I, so I think there's a, we see a lot of that, and I don't know whether we see more single parents because it seems like a lot of them get married quickly, and then you're dealing with the issues of step Another whole program yeah, to deal with that which issue. Which <laughs> looks completely different. Right. We're going to dedicate a whole year to that. I right. mean, it, step parenting is a tough place to be as well. But but our focus on this is, is just saying let's help some parents get some ideas about how they can do the role that they find themselves in just a little bit better. I know it's easy for us to sit in a studio and say, don't give up mom or yeah. dad, just hang in there. But that's that encouragement has to be said. People always say to me, Mark, you have never been a single parent. And they go, you know, that's absolutely right. So I speak from the point of watching other single parents and how they do that. You can't ignore the fact that I've had 2,500 kids that have lived with us. I've learned something from them. <laughs> Just a them. few things, yeah. And, and you say, okay, how can we apply that? And and that's what I would tell parents. The time that you have with your child during adolescence, if it seems to be tough, is temporary. Your child will grow up, hopefully. They will move on, and you or you can push them out of the nest if you need to. But it's a temporary time to get them through it. And, and so it's... 
it's more trying to figure out how to receive support during that time than it is to make it go away. There's no easy answer. There's no one scripture that's going to solve everything. I believe in the inerrancy of scripture and the authority of God's word. I'm not saying that scripture doesn't apply. I'm just saying there's just not one that's going to turn it around and make it different. So hang in there. Hold the line with That's your right. kids. I mean, this is where it really gets tough for It really parents. does. Hold to what you believe to be true for your family. And that's in the development of rules and boundaries, you know, and, and consequences and, and the standards that you have for your kids. Now, if you have an ex that's not supportive of that, I would tell you, hold to what you believe to be true. Now, are you correct in everything you're holding on to? Not always, but when you're going in alone, you don't have anybody there to give you input to say, wait a minute, maybe that's a little bit too strong of an expectation. Maybe that rule is a little outdated and out of line. Maybe this consequence is a little great. You know, you need somebody to help you with that, to reflect back to you that perhaps, you know, what you're doing is not all right, but what you're doing is not all wrong either. Mm-hmm. The tendency that a lot of moms have, because it gets so hard, is they just give up and they say, okay, whatever, I don't mm-hmm. care. And I would, I would go to you and say, moms, dads, don't give up. Is there a tendency for single parents, maybe who feel sorry for their teens, to be sometimes a little more lenient with them? You know, I think so, because they feel bad that the situation between a mom and dad um, has split. And because it's split, somebody feels guilty about that, that one or the other is not there. So they really feel like, well, if I can just connect with my child and give them things and offer them things, then then that will make up for the loss that we've created in their life. But the teen might use that to manipulate the parent. Well, they do use it to manipulate. I mean, May these, or do. Huh? Yeah, yeah. These little <laughs> selfish kids, you know, have an amazing way of, of playing one against the other to get what they want, especially to fill the void and the loss that is created either by the death or the divorce or separation. How do you uh, keep yourself in check? By that, I mean when you set a rule or a boundary in your house, I mean, you don't have that spouse there to dialogue with about it. How do you get some input from others to make sure that it's fair? You know, you need to talk with other moms or talk with other dads and say, hey, this is what I'm asking. Does this work for you? You need to get into a small group. And I don't say need to that often. Um, I've said many times, I desire for you to do that. I would hope that you would do that. But I, but I tell you, as a single parent, you need to get in a small group so that you have communion with other people, so that you can develop that community, so that you can get some input from them and reflect upon them because you don't have somebody else to reflect with. Now, a single parent can't be everywhere at all times. Right. But you got to work, got to make ends meet, right. but you got to spend some time with your kids. Absolutely. You know, and, and I would say just be conscious of the fact that you need to spend some time with them. You don't say that to make them feel guilty. That's right. All right. Because time, you know, people can always make more money. You can't make more time. Mm-hmm. And time becomes a commodity that is very hard to, to always place in the right places, especially when you're juggling kids and trying to figure out how to make it all work. But your child needs that time. As they get older, your sons need some activity to do. As your daughters get older, they need that one-on-one time that you're sitting down with a cup of coffee, asking them questions. How are you doing? Tell me how things are going. And you can ask me any question that you want, and I'll be happy to answer it. Little did I know that when I took my wife, Jan, on our first date to a Led Zeppelin concert, 
in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 52 years ago, when we had just finished our ninth grade of school, that we would one day be looking at each other, knowing we have spent our life working with parents and teens in all ways possible. I've not stopped wondering what we would have been had we not become who we are. And I'm happy God called us to the life that we've lived together helping families and teens. We'd never had a master plan of our lives, but the master had a plan. And I'm sure I would have messed it up if he would have shared it with me. We've just kept following the path he's laid before us. We would have never imagined radio, podcasts, books, seminars, kids, conferences, speaking engagements, and our residential counseling center called Heartlight in Longview, Texas. Who would have thought? We have spent our lives helping others. So we ask people to help us help others. We need you because they need us. If you've ever wanted to be a part of something that is making a difference throughout all of North America, I would encourage you to be a part of what we're doing at Heartlight. It takes a whole lot of love and a whole lot of money to make it happen. So, will you help us save the lives of more and more teens? Hey, it's only money. You take none of it with you. And we are always in need and always extremely grateful for your participation with us. To make a donation... Go to heartlightministries.org. That's heartlightministries.org. Thanks for your partnership. I remember back when my son went through a divorce, and and, uh, I, I remember how I would talk to people, and unless they had a child that was going through a divorce or had gone through one, it didn't fill my cup. And so uh, it, was, it wasn't until I was in Nashville and, and met three guys, three country artists, and they'd all been divorced, and we sat down and we just started talking. Mm. Everyone divorced for a different reason, that it gave me a different perspective. And what I found out was I didn't have the tools, you know, to, to fix the problem, and I needed some new tools, but I wasn't going to get it from people who didn't have those tools either. The, it's so important to spend time with other single moms, other single dads, so that you can figure out what you're doing with your child. Yeah, learn to listen to them. Absolutely. They've got good insight, and they may have some great affirmation or they may just want some encouragement from you because God has you in this situation for a reason, and it's to learn some things, but perhaps it's to learn some things, not the sole purpose, to learn some things to share with those other people that are going through exactly the same thing. Final word of encouragement to those who are single parents. Don't give up. Don't give up. I I see a lot of parents that do, and it doesn't really resolve anything. It just complicates the matter. Get some help. Go after and talk with other people, but don't give up. Your child will get through this. And those things that you're holding to that you believe to be true, keep holding on to them. It's going to give the opportunity for your child to see that you've got to stand for what is right, even when it would be easier to do wrong. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org, heartlightministries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.